yo, yo. What is up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Muha's Moneyline, presented by Local 219. Good to be back on the airwaves again this week. Um, I did have a little bit of some technical difficulties last week. I did have a podcast recorded for all the NCAA action. Um, long story short, just had some computer issues with some of my software update when I didn't want it to update and therefore just kind of caused um, a big hassle on my end to get the podcast uploaded. So I apologize for that. Um, just to kind of recap the last week and a half to two weeks in sports, we had the NCAA championship with Kansas winning. Um, I did have Kansas win in my bracket, but unfortunately the early parts of my bracket were um, a little subpar, so I got fourth place in the bracket just out of the money contentions for the bracket tournament that I was in. And then we also had Scotty Shuffler win the Masters over the weekend. Um, I did see a pretty insane stat to where he's the last player to win four events in his last seven starts and the last person to do it was tiger woods so he's been on an absolute tear to start the golf season um picks up the first major of the year with that being the masters and of course we have the pga championship coming up next month so looking forward to having another golf major coming up in the next couple of weeks curious to see where Scotty's going to finish in that one and again he's just been on an absolute tear with all that being said, um, we're officially a few days away from being the start of the NBA playoffs. I'm going to be mo- mostly focusing in this podcast on the NBA playoffs and the play-in tournament matchups that we have remaining. Um, I'm not much of a baseball fan. I used to be. I just don't follow baseball as much anymore, so I'm not sure how much value I'd be able to bring from a baseball side of things. This probably will be a little bit of a shorter podcast. I'm flying solo dolo with no colleagues today. Um, but with all that being said, um, just kind of recapping last night for matchups, we had the Pelicans beating the Spurs, so they move on to play the Clippers tomorrow night. And then we also had the Hawks winning yesterday, and now they have the right to play Cleveland. Both of these teams will be playing for the eighth seed. Um, we had Brooklyn squeeze in with their win, so now they will be the seventh seed. And then you also had, whom? who was the other matchup that won? I'm drawing a blank for whatever reason, um, so I apologize about that. By the way, uh, matchups for tomorrow for the last play-in tournament games is going to be the Atlanta Hawks versus the Cleveland Cavaliers, which should be a really close matchup. And then we also have the Pelicans versus the Clippers. Going into the matchup for the Hawks versus Cavaliers, I'm leaning a little bit more towards Atlanta, minus 2 at minus 110. They've been playing really well as of late towards the end of the season. I think they're 8-2 in their last 10 games, while the Cavs have struggled a little bit, and I think they are 3-7 in their last 10 games. Um, I think the loss of Jared Allen for the Cavaliers has just really hurt the identity of this team. They've been a really powerful defensive force for inside of the paint with that size of having Jared Allen and Evan Mobley out there. And just frankly, without Jared Allen, they just been kind of struggling on the defensive end of things. Um, not to discredit the season that the Cavaliers had. They've had a really um, good turnaround season, and I think they're going to be a team that's going to continue to get better each year with all the pieces they've added with the young talent with Evan Mobley, Garius Garland, and players along those lines. However, just kind of with the Atlanta um, last year's experience of being in the playoffs, this team really coming into their own the last couple weeks of the season. That has me lean towards Atlanta minus two for that matchup. Going into the Pelican side of things where they're playing the Clippers, I really don't know how to 
analyze this matchup. Clippers, they blew um, a game where they were pretty much leading the entire way against the Timberwolves, who were... The, the Clippers were leading anywhere between 5 to 10 points that entire game and ended up blowing that um, game late in the fourth quarter. Um, just the, Since the addition of the Pelicans getting C.J. McCollin, I think they are 8-2 or maybe 9-2 since the addition of C.J. McCollin. Him and Brand, Brandon Ingram have really um, just taken over this team and just really propelled them to new heights. It's going to be interesting uh, to see if Zion plays, if the Pelicans make the playoffs. I'm leaning towards him not playing. However, with that being said, I don't think the Pelicans plus four is a bad move. I'm probably going to stay away from this game if I'm being 100% honest. I just, I could just see the situation where the guest game leans um, either, either sides for both of these teams. And then going up into Saturday, uh, it's going to be the first round of the playoffs. Have some interesting things going on with the Saturday matchups. You have Utah versus Dallas, Minnesota versus Memphis, Toronto versus Philly, and then you also have Denver versus Golden State. Kind of my initial thoughts, it is declared from SportsCenter. I got an update today that Luka will not be playing for the first game of the series against Utah. Dallas is at home in this matchup. However, I am going to be leaning towards Utah. I'm going to take them money line at minus 195. Um, again, just without Luka, this Dallas team is going to really struggle to get points. Luka is pretty much the whole identity of this Dallas team. Their whole offense pretty much surrounds around Luka being the facilitator. A lot of these guys get their open shots, um, whether that is their big guys with Luka diving into the basket and dumping it off to the big man down low or dumping that pass out to the three-point line with Dinwiddie, uh, Jalen Brunson and players like that really reaping the benefits of Luka drawing in the defense and kicking that ball out. So without Luka there, I just really don't know how the Mavericks are going to um, facilitate a lot of their offense, get a lot of other offense. So that's where I'm leaning. Um, Jazz money line at minus 195. And then this is where a two-teamer express of mine is going to come into play. I'm going to par- parlay the Jazz money line with the Grizzlies money line at minus 290. When you parlay those two picks together, you're at plus 103 odds. The reason why I'm taking the Grizzlies is I think the Timberwolves, if you saw that game against the Clippers, they're riding an extreme high. Um, They were celebrating like they won the NBA championship. I'm not going to give them a ton of shit for celebrating. I did hear something pretty crazy that this is their first playoff berth um, in 10 years, 10 to 13 years, and that's also their second playoff berth in the last 18 years of this franchise. So it actually is a really big moment for the Timberwolves just getting to this point. Um, I think they've doubled their win total. I think they've added 20-plus wins to their win total this year compared to last year. They have a ton of great young pieces with Anthony Edwards. Carl Anthony Towns is really coming into his own as a leader on this team. Um, however, I just think with the high of them winning this past game against the Clippers to secure that um, playoff spot, they're going to be a little bit rusty going into this game. Memphis is probably going to have John Morant back for the first time in two weeks. This team's rolling on all cylinders, and John Morant's my boy. Um, and I just think that the Timberwolves are going to just come into this game a little rusty. The Grizzlies are going to just come into this game swinging, um, ready to show that this regular season hasn't been a fluke and that they're ready to make some noise in this playoffs. And again, with that parlay matchup with the Jazz and Grizzlies, you're going to be looking at a payout of plus 103, so a $20 bet will pay out $40.68.
And then the other two matchups that are also on Saturday is the Toronto Raptors versus the Philadelphia um, 76ers. And then you also have the Denver Nuggets against Golden State. Um, in terms of matchups, I think the Toronto versus Philly matchup is going to be really close. This may go six to seven games. Um, the really interesting piece about this entire matchup is one of Philly's best defensive player, um, Maurice Tybalt. I think that I don't know if I have his last or first name correct, but Tybalt is not going to be eligible to play for any of Toronto's home games because of the vaccine status in Canada. So that's going to really um, affect the matchups when Toronto has home games. I think Toronto overall matches up really well with Philadelphia's size. Um, however, I am going to lean towards taking Philadelphia this first game of the series with them being at home. I think that Philly is going to try and set the bar um, with getting the series started at home. They got to take advantage of these home games where they have a full roster because um, the minute that game three comes along, they're going to be down a down a guy and their best defensive player. So I'm going to take Philly in game one at the money line, which is minus 190. And again, this is going to be another two-teamer express parlay that I'm going to be putting together. It looks like Steph Curry is going to be back for game one from a report that came out an hour ago. Who knows how much time he's going to be spending on the court um, and how much playing time he's really going to have. I'm sure this is going to be a situation where they kind of ease into his workload again. Um, so I'm actually going to go alternate spread with the Denver Nuggets at plus, one thir or plus 13. This is going to be the highest um, alternate spread that DraftKings allow at this particular moment on 414 at 330 p.m. Um, when you parlay the 76ers money line at minus 190 plus Denver Nuggets plus 13 um, at minus 285, you're looking at plus 106 odds. So a $20 bet is going to pay out $41.23. And then, of course, um, to wrap up our final weekend matchups for basketball, we have the Brooklyn Nets against the Boston Celtics. I'm sure any team that got matched up against the Nets, that's the last matchup that you want for your first round um, playoff series. I, Man, I Boston has been playing so well, but I just really, it's hard to bet against Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. I think they're the best two players as a duo um, that are in the playoffs in terms of people that could just get buckets. I know Kyrie has a little bit of an edge playing against um, Boston. I got to look up into um, this matchup any a little bit more to provide any insight on where I'm leaning. And, of course, you have my Chicago Bulls against the Milwaukee Bucks. I really just see this as being a series where the Bucks win in five, six games. The Bulls, since the All-Star break, have just completely collapsed. They've lost their identity as a team. Um, it has been a success for a season for the Bulls, um, but I just really see – the Bucks winning um, this season or this series pretty um, easily. Right now, the odds are minus one ten for um, the Bucks spread, which is at minus ten. That is quite a bit of points going into a playoff matchup. Um, I'm interested to see how the Bulls kind of stack up in this first game. Um, I could see a situation where I may take the Bulls plus ten, but I kind of stopped betting on the Bulls. Um, I'm I'm trying to just stay away from betting on my team because I feel like I get. Um, my heart kind of guides me over my head. So I'm going to just stay away from both of these matchups for Sunday. I just wanted to point out what you were kind of looking at for Sunday. And that really wraps up this week's Muha's Moneyline. Looking forward to getting the NBA action started. And then I look forward to seeing you guys next week. 
I should have some of my colleagues back with um, the puck line along with a few other segments. So I appreciate you tuning in and uh, enjoy these weeks, uh, this first week of the NBA playoffs.